what is that? Oh my God, is that is this again? Oh my goodness. Welcome to the PHX Rising Show brought to you by the DraftKings. Ramon, do your job. Let's go. Oh my God, I'm trying. <laughs> you can't be doing this all the time. I, I, heard, I heard I rattled you a little bit last week, so I figured I'd do it again this week. Cheers, bit. fellas. Do it again. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Welcome to the PHNX Rising Show brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. I'm Ramon Chavez. Super happy to be here. We got Owen Evans in the house and taking it to the max. Max Simpson, how are you guys doing today? I'm still just repulsed by your shit, Ramon. You love it. <laughs> I learned to love it. Oh, same, man. I don't need to wear a Spurs kit. I know how we're going to do tomorrow. It's easy. It's easy. Harry Kane penalty kick. Yep. And then Tottenham loss. That's what I already I already have the $5 side bet going that Harry Kane's next goal will not be a pen. Like, no way. He's he's due for a regular goal. We're fine. We're fine. What do you what do you call him, Owen? What do you call Harry Kane? A penalty merchant, I believe. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what he is. Yeah, exactly. Uh <laughs> Uh, let's see, Harry here, early with the Super Chat. Thank you to Ramon, Owen, and Max for all you have done this season in covering the league and rising. Wow, thank you so much for the, Man, for the 20 hours, you, uh, Harry. Uh, always appreciate you being part of the chat uh, here, making it lively. And, I I mean, I'm picking San Antonio to go all the way. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. But but great stuff to have you here, Harry. And uh, Owen did not like that. But, yeah, thank you so much for the Super Chat. Really appreciate it. Interesting um, pick. Interesting, interesting, pick. interesting. <laughs> uh, but yeah, guys, it's it's kind of like a weird show because you know, rising season's over, of course, USL's still going, we got the playoffs, but there's still a lot to talk about. It's going to be an interesting off season, you know, if uh, if I say so myself, because uh, you know, we're it's going to be some decisions that are going to have to be made, and we'll talk about that a little bit later on. But um, yeah, guys, let's just jump into it and talk about what happened on Saturday. I had a really great time on Saturday. I think it was one of the games that I really enjoyed this season. You know, obviously, it was the last game of the season. Uh, there was a send-off for Luis Sejas, but, you know, spending it with you guys and the rest of the fans, it, it was just an amazing time. So how are you guys feeling about Saturday's game? It's, looking back on it, the th- first half was not as good as it could have been from Rising's perspective. But there's a lot of things you've got to consider here. Number one is the fact, look, the energy in that building was a lot better than we've seen it for a while. Um, I think there was just an understanding, look, it had to be the send-off for Luis. It had to be a boisterous crowd, even in the conditions that it was in, where you know half the people who'd been ticketed didn't bother showing up because the weather was so atrocious. Um, and for a lot of us, we were surprised, to be honest, to see that the game went ahead. And I just feel like that lifted the boys up, especially in the second half, and that ultimately made the difference. You saw... Luis got his two assists, which is a great send-off for for him. Um, and, hey, they, they get the win. Look, it, they made harder work of it than they should have. But still, there are positives to take, especially looking towards the off-season now and looking in towards the, the new season where you hope, okay, ride that momentum, get some good signings in, some players, of course, are going to be replaced over this winter. And just see what you can build on from that under one's new system going into the new year. Yeah. I mean, before I kind of get into the game a bit, I mean, shout out, like shout the chat, shout out the fans. It was awesome seeing everyone in person. And I went saying like Thomas was saying, he, you know, everyone brought it, right. It was cool. Like seeing a lot of people, you know, from our show, like just absolutely 
still bringing it even after a tough season, like met Thomas in person, met Michael in person. It was awesome to meet them. Uh, maybe not as much after Michael's uh, pretty uh, meh comment right there. But anyway, um, no, man, it was, it was cool. It was really, it was one of those games where it was kind of like with the rain, with the delay, with kind of like how the game played out where it was like, like I said, it was nil, nil at halftime. And then it kind of opened up a bit. It was one of those games where it felt super eerie and one of those, I, I can't really know how to put it, but it was kind of like just an eerie kind of game. And it was that atmosphere. You can't really bottle. I think the rain had something to do with it. And just the energy was so palpable. And like, if you would have told someone who was just had no context of where the teams were and you were just watching that game as a, as a neutral, you would have had no idea that rising had nothing to play for. And it was a down season for them. Honestly, like we, we get who the competition was and you have to caveat it a bit, but energy was great. And the fact that that many people were there with everything that's gone on. And again, with the elements was fantastic. Um, on, on the field, it's on the pitch itself. Um, yeah, the team played well, flowed really nicely. And I mean, I know we're going to get into a bit more, but like, it was just a, just a pleasure. If you're a rising fan, like just a, just a nice way to end the season. Yeah, definitely. And I think- <laughs> Sorry, I'm seeing that. Man, freaking. All right. We, yeah, you, you had to, you had to be there for my post game singing. By the way, I, I did Tom Jones actually a disservice by singing What's New Pussycat. Um, if you've never heard it, uh, just know that it's it's quite difficult. You know, to had a couple of times. Deep, to I'm things. just saying. somewhere, <laughs> so we might have to put it here on the on the show. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, no. Back back to the game. It was great. You know, I think sometimes you know we we talk about the rain and how maybe that what's kind of kept some fans away, but. I feel like that added a little bit, uh, you know, more to the game. I know there wasn't really too much at stake, but end off for Luis Ejas and the fans just being there for one last time. And, and you know, the 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 stuff that's that's uh, surrounding the stadium situation. I think everyone just was just there to have a good time. And I think when you combine all those things, it just makes for a great atmosphere. And shout out to the Bandidos and the rest of the fans that that made it a great night. And I think I think it was great, though. Uh, also, that Rising played the second half, you know, playing towards the uh, uh, the south end. You know, typically it's the other way around. And I think maybe that's, you know, that was a really good kind of thing because it kind of pushed them in the second half to get those goals and kind of get everything going. But as far as the play on the field, I, I liked it. I think we're seeing elements of what's to come next season as far as the the flow of the forwards and 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 the team overall and you know one of the things that i keep seeing on the chats is that we rising needs to sign gabby torres for an extension he's been fantastic in the games that he's been here and i saw that you know he was combining with santi Moore with the midfield and he's just dangerous every time he gets uh the the ball on his feet so it's great to see and i hope he comes back next season I will say, whenever people write out re-sign, I always find it weird because if you leave them as just that one word with no like punctuation in there whatsoever, it just looks like you're saying resign. In which oh. case, you know, you put <laughs> resign Bobby, resign Gabby next to each other just for the fans, what they appear to be saying in the chat. And it's like, these are the same thing, but different. It's... Words. Grammar. <laughs> Words. Uh, Words. Punctuation. Yeah. Only Owen. Fluency. PHNX Dictionary, the latest <laughs> show. Wordle with PHNX. But but yeah, how how'd you guys see the you know the 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 game on the field? I know it wasn't, you know, again, there's there was nothing to play for. The 
you know, Rising wasn't going to make the plans. But I like that. I like the the fact that the players took it seriously and they were still trying to mm-hmm. accomplish something at the at the end of the uh, of the season. So Max um, and Owen, how you know is this something that we can look forward to? Do you see the players kind of buying into Juan's system more and more? Yeah, I mean, like like I think we've been saying the last couple of weeks, it's it's uh, the entire season when he came in was, yeah, he's looking to build something for the future, but his immediate goal was let's try to salvage what we can and make the playoffs. And now that, you know, once that was out the window, then you really got to see a bit of like, how can we keep building towards next season? The the system is there. He just has to kind of figure out who's going to be those right people, who's going to carry over from this team, who can we add to kind of solidify some spots and then go from there. But like, if this is the system we have to look forward to when, you know, again, they started seven guys who couldn't even drink four peaks because they're under the age of 21. So it's a, uh, it, it's definitely have to caveat with that. But I mean, even against a, a, a fair, like quality opponent, if this is what we can expect, where it's a lot of nice passing, a lot of interplay, a lot of like runs off the ball, this is something that we haven't seen consistently in a while. And if this is what the team looks like when they're confident, when they're able to take shots, when they're able to like f- dictate the flow of the game, Heck yeah, it's possible. And like, this is, I think this is something that's more sustainable than what we saw under Rick during the start of the season. Yeah, I think the other thing to note there is that these things always take time. And when you're establishing a new system, regardless, it takes time. But not only does it take time, it also tends to require a manager to be able to put their own imprint on the squad, to bring in those handful of players that are going to fit this system perfectly. I think what we've seen is that Gabby Torres tends to fit this system pretty well. Uh, He's shown it by the fact that he scored three goals in his first four games for this team. So there's one move. You'd imagine you're going to see another few moves of a, a similar kind of ilk whereby these are going to be players that are very much going to be system guys that are going to fit it perfectly. To me, that's all positive. I think that Hopefully now come the start of next season, we're going to see a side that is executing exactly what Juan wants much, much more consistently. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's great to see. And I think it kind of provides a little bit of hope, you know, at, uh, at the end of this tumultuous season, you know, we'll call it because it's it hasn't been pretty. Uh, but yeah, you know, looking forward to that. And the offseason is going to happen quick. You know, uh, it's January, February. That's when the preseason starts. And then March right back at it. So there's not a lot of time between you know the end of the season and uh and uh 2023 so we'll take a look at what happens then all right y'all let's take a quick break and talk about our friends at DraftKings. you know well i, I do want to talk about the odds tomorrow for the man U tottenham game but if you guys uh are into basketball today is the start of the new nba season and new customers can bet uh can make any five dollar bet on nba uh money on on the NBA today, and you, whenever you do make a bet, you get two hundred dollars if your team wins. So, uh, pretty, pretty great promotion here from DraftKings. Again, five dollars on any M- NBA team and their money line, and you can get two hundred dollars if your team wins. And you can also boost your winnings up to one hundred percent with DraftKings stepped up same game parlay. So it's super simple, guys. Make sure to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code PHNX and make that money, y'all. And remember, uh, minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. And make sure to check out the show notes for more details. All right. I got the DraftKings. Speaking of that, speaking of that, yeah, might as well just point out there. There is a profit boost offer at the moment for the Premier League on DraftKings. Uh, So if you go out there with some uh, parlays for these midweek games, you can get a stepped-up parlay on those games as well. So hop on mm-hmm. in there, you can get an odds boost. 
the more legs you add, the higher the odds go up. So should be fun. Yeah, make sure to, to jump into this because there's, there's a chance to make some good money. And then uh, obviously, since we're uh, talking Man U Tottenham, uh, let's go over the money lines really quick. So we got Man U plus one forty five, a draw plus twenty uh, two fifty five, and then Tottenham plus one eighty five. So regardless what you pick. Pretty much make some money. So, <laughs> regardless of what you pick, Harry Kane's going to score a penalty. Tomorrow. Okay. So, anyway, uh, you know, uh, completely ignoring that, uh, you know, I'm building out a little same game parlay for this game. And, you know, let's say, you know, because you're a smart better like myself, you know, if you want to put down Tottenham money line so that I'm winning outright, plus Harry Kane, a first goal score. And because Harry Kane's just in dominant form, not going to score any pens, you know, he's actually going to score two or more. So if you have the Tottenham money line, Harry Kane, first goal score, and Harry Kane to score two or more, you put that's a plus 1700. You put down five bucks. You win ninety bucks. So, so you mean to I, tell I me that, that VAR? Right now, so I just got some mean, money. It's gonna happen. You, it's it's guaranteed. You mean to tell me that VAR is gonna give Tottenham two penalties tomorrow? Uh, I'm, I'm telling I, I'm telling you that he's not gonna score the next goal as a penalty. That's all I'll say. Oh man, Michael's hurt right here in the chase. Says if Cristiano starts up front, go with the under. It hasn't been oh, pretty this season. Oh, that's a, that's a fact. Well, if 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 they know what they're doing and it's Man U, so they don't, they probably will start him up top. And he's struggling, did man. You, did you see how he, he's looked so disappointed when he got subbed down the 75th minute against Newcastle? It was, oh man, it was, it was going. I, I love Ronaldo from like the Real Madrid days. I do, but man, that guy is, um, yeah. What's the word washed? Yeah. He's washed. I wouldn't yeah. call him that. It's just, you know, I don't want to go on a rant here about Manu, but I feel like he needs a little bit more help. You know, Erickson yeah. wasn't playing. There wasn't that creator in the midfield and we have, Someone like Newcastle that was just sitting back, it's tough for Manu to break him down. So there, there's hope, Ronaldo. <laughs> Make it another year, hopefully. Uh, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens tomorrow. So, uh, but yeah, make sure to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and to make your bets. All right, y'all. Um, Owen, you want to run us down through what's going on this weekend with the USL playoffs? We're looking at the playoffs, are we? Let's take a look because obviously we'd normally be getting excited now. We're not getting excited. Uh, but we're going to pretend for the next 20 minutes or so that we are excited. Let's go. Right. So should we kind of piece together our own little brackets here? I'm going to talk us through each of the games. Mm-hmm. Let's have a bit of an argument. Let's start in the West. So the first quarterfinal on here was actually going to be the last conference quarterfinal, but we'll start there. Number two seed San Diego Loyal hosting number seven Oakland Roots. I was going to be an interesting one. Um, I, I feel like San Diego has shown consistency throughout the year, but Oakland's got that heart, man. I don't know. It's uh, it's something they've proven during the last 10 games that they they can be dangerous. And they beat them, uh, you know, after Juan Guerrero left. So I think they kind of have a little bit of a blueprint on how to do it. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to be tough. You know what? I'll follow that up. I'll follow that up, actually, just by pointing out that San Diego and Oakland have met six times and San Diego have won only one of those games. In that same spell, Oakland have won multiple games at Torero Stadium. Mm. There you go. Uh, mm. Chad's saying Oakland. What do you I'm think, I'm saying man? Oakland. Man. You know what? I'm going to – I'll rock the boat. I think it's loyal. Um I mean, just the the way that I mean, no, Oakland. I think is a dangerous team, and the fact that they're seven. I don't. I think it speaks to just how loaded the Western Conference conference is. Maybe less about how maybe they haven't had the best run of form in certain parts of the season. But I mean, when it all comes said and done, like 
loyal have been relatively consistent throughout this year and i mean just the way they play i don't know it's just it's just dangerous especially at home i mean i don't want to overthink this one give me loyal so uh, Ramon, what did, who did you vote for i i wouldn't be surprised if oakland wins but i think i'm taking loyal at home boo well all right well san diego wins the vote unfortunately um right We'll move on. Colorado Springs switchbacks, the three seed. They're hosting RGV Toros, the six seed. Give me RGV. Lock it in. I'm I'm thinking yeah. RGV as well here. Colorado Springs are struggling for form lately. They, of course, don't have Haji Barry. RGV have been in the opposite direction trending up. Yeah. Same. Give me RGV. The way they the way they're um pressing and just their their form of late. It that high intensity is perfect for this type of knockout tournament. Like 100%. Love them. All right. yep. So then that's RGV going in ahead of Colorado Springs. And the final conference quarterfinal, Sacramento Republic, the four seed, hosting New Mexico United, the five seed. Here's the thing to me. That last game was a close one, Colorado Springs RGV. I think RGV will do it. But it's it's a tight one. It's an upset. To me, Sacramento are in the right kind of form. <laughs> you look at their win over San Diego. Um, New Mexico tends to cool off towards the end of the year. I'm taking Sac in this game. I'm taking Sacramento. They, they they went to the final of the U.S. Open Cup for a reason. They can they they like these games where it's a do or die situation. They have the squad. They've shown it. They've pl- basically played them. <laughs> those games the entire season. So, uh, and especially at home, Sacramento can take this one. Uh, and I don't trust New Mexico's offense too much. So Sacramento it is. I'm also going to triple down and go with SAC um, as well. I mean, to your point, Ramon, yeah, they've already kind of dealt with this throughout the season and even not. And even if you take the open cup aside, just seeing how the, the way they play and just their, their style, I think it matches up well, kind of contrast a bit to New Mexico, how they play. So yeah, I like SAC on this one. All right, so we'll move on to the remaining games in the West. We might as well, let's fill out this bracket. It's a democratic process, unfortunately, so uh, Oakland didn't get through there. But that does mean that RGV would play San Antonio in the conference semifinals on mine. Who are we taking there? I know, Ramon, you said you got San Antonio to win it all. So uh, I know who you're going for, but Max, who would you take out of those two? (laughs) This, man this is a it's a it's a weirdly tough one um oh gosh harry i'm sorry don't hate me i'm i'm gonna go with rgv i think the fact that they've shown even if they're they're not going to be necessarily on a short week but the fact that sack i or excuse me san antonio i don't like how teams get a buy i don't think that helps them i want to keep rolling in strong with a lot of momentum and that's exactly what rgv has been doing they've gotten hot at the right time they win this first round i like them to go into san antonio play with that high press especially for a team that hasn't played a competitive game in a couple weeks they're going to be hit with that and they're i think they're going to be rattled and they're not going to be able to get up to pace as quickly so yeah give me rgv on that one I, I kind of want to chime in on that. I agree with Max uh, as far as the fact that taking that week off really kind of stumps your momentum a little bit as a team, especially because you're used to playing every, you know, six, seven, eight days. And so if you take that week off and the way RGV are going, I can kind of see an upset on that side. Uh, but I think San Antonio just has a great defense and I think they can pull it off, you know, but RGV is dangerous, man. That's the that's a, a dark horse I would I would pick in the Western Conference. They are, and it's Jonas Fjellberg being playoff eligible this year that really kind mm-hmm. of changes the game a little bit. Look, I, I will say, though, 
I don't think RGV are going to roll over, but I'm going to take San Antonio in this game. I feel as though there's too much quality there for them to crash out at the first opportunity. Now, of course, we say that about Rising every year, and they somehow seem to <laughs> awkwardly disappoint all the time. So, Harry, I'm sorry. We've just cursed San Antonio for you. But um, we, it, we, already, we already taking... got his $20 super chat. We're fine. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I'm, t- I'm taking San Antonio in the conference semifinal, so they will move on to the conference final, because yep. Ramon, you also took San Antonio, didn't you? I'm, I'm remembering this correctly. I yeah, I'm picking San Antonio to go all the way. Yeah, not to, yeah. All right. The other quarterfinal then would be San Diego Loyal hosting Sacramento Republic. Rematch of a game that we had just a couple of days ago. Sacramento. I, would, I like I said, they got that US Open Cup experience. They know how to, you know, win their games. They know how to play with the when it slows down, you know, kind of that playoff atmosphere. So I, I think they got the experience, they got the talent, they're gonna do it. Owen, what about you? I actually agree. I feel as though Sacramento as a team are just well adapted to knockout football. People come out and say things like boring, boring Briggs, but it's it can be effective in one-off games. It can be very effective in one-off games. And to me, that's why I think there's enough about Sacramento. They're perhaps a little bit smarter on times. Um, I, I mean, I get the feeling as well, and I'll say this. I don't think that Landon is always the most uh, present of coaches as well. Let's put it that way. So people will always point to Landon Donovan and say, well, great player. Of course he must be, you know, how can we talk about experience with the other side? But Landon, I think his head sometimes is just elsewhere. And when it's not elsewhere, it's shouting at the fourth official. So I get the feeling that one's Sacker edging it for me. Sacramento. Yeah, I mean, I see, I see Pat's comment in there that when he's not shouting out officials, he'll be prepping for his World Cup commentating. Um, yeah, give me, give me sack as well. I mean, they beat the pants off them a couple of days ago, and I mean, it's different circumstances. I get they also would be away in this match, but yeah, I mean, like, kind of go what we're all saying. I like we like I like sacks. Um, just kind of sacks run a form and just how they kind of match up with them. So yeah, give me sack. All right, so that pulls us through to the Western Conference Final, which we've got here taking place in San Antonio, Sacramento Republic facing San Antonio FC. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm claiming last place in this one to pick last. So, boys, you fight it out first, please. Yeah, San Antonio for me, I think they've shown it against. I mean, the entire season, except rising, <laughs> that they can pretty much hang with anybody. Uh, and and again, I trust Jordan Farr and that defense i think that's the key for them if if they can continue playing the way that they have and their offense kind of catches up a little bit they'll they'll be fine to get to the final at least well i did pick san antonio to lose to rgv but in this hypothetical of hypotheticals if they are indeed going to win against rgv i will pick them to also beat <clears throat> excuse me to actually win this matchup as well and make it on to the USL championship. Um, I, I I don't know if that's hypocritical or whatever, but who cares? Uh, it's our show. We can do what we want. Uh, I like um, San Antonio in this matchup. I mean, they are first for a reason. You don't, don't overthink it. If they're able to shake off that one week by and catch, you know, keep on continuing with their form, they were 
vastly dominant throughout the season for good reason. I mean, to their point, they are pretty solid defensively. And I don't know. I think there have been times where we watch SAC and they, I don't want to say they're missing the final ball, but their creativity does lack at times. And it, you can't really afford to do that against uh, San Antonio. So yeah, give me San Antonio on this one. I'm not. I'm going to take Sacramento. <laughs> I'll tell you why. These sides, actually, this is the intriguing thing. It will be, it has been decided this year, each time these two teams have met each other, by a solitary goal in a 1-0 game. Each side picked one up. They both won at home. So you could say San Antonio, great, they should do it. San Antonio can't seem to keep 11 men on the pitch against Sacramento Republic. They have had a player sent off in both games. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm I'm picking Sack here. I, I think they've had their run at the final in the Open Cup. They've somehow managed to come out of it not being too, quite frankly, killed off by it, which is something that certain managers will have had you believe that, you know, you can't go on a run to the Open Cup final. And even if you did, you'd be exhausted. It would completely mm-hmm. destroy how they haven't come off that way. I think they've come off more resilient. Mm -hmm. I think this is a team that knows how to get the job done in those one-off game situations. And more importantly, how can we have a Western Conference finalist that this Phoenix Rising team beat twice? Make it make sense. Sacramento (laughs) for me. But it's a democracy, so San Antonio won that one. Right. Oh, and before I move on, can can we all agree here that those were the best two teams in the Western Conference, Sacramento and San Antonio? Yes. Yeah, okay. that's fair to me. Okay, yeah. so it would have been surprising to that spot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, we move on. Let's look at the East. Welcome to the area that many of you may not be too familiar with. We'll start with the one that in theory should be the easiest to predict. Number two seed Memphis hosting number seven seed Detroit City. What are you taking, boys? I'm going to go with Memphis on this one. I think I think especially at home, Memphis has shown that they're a very capable team. And even though Detroit's kind of in their first season and they're they're going to have some momentum, you know, w- with them, I, I think Memphis is just too good of a team to, to lose like, to someone like Detroit. So they'll take it at home. Ooh, uh, well, at, at, at a point in time, I was a uh, a part owner of Detroit City as the um, – but let's not let's let's not let that cloud my judgment. Um, no, give me give me Memphis. It's um, a lot of Detroit on the chat. Look at that. I know, I know. No, I'll get, give me Memphis. Let's. I mean, yeah, it's, they've been good at home. Not overthink it. I'll go with you, Ramon. Retweet as a kid say. Also, they they I, announced a new stadium as well for 2025. A little mm-hmm. little heads up. I like that. I like that that they're nice looking. Money. Nice looking renderings mm-hmm. there, and we'll have to see how that really? shows out. But hey, really I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to agree with you in Memphis, but I will say that this actually, if you were a Phoenix Rising fan, could be an interesting one. We've got some Phoenix Rising connections there. We've had some, weirdly enough, it's Phoenix Rising and Colorado Rapids connections there. Mm. One player on each side, Declan Wynn, has proven to be pretty big player for Detroit. He's a very two-way player and really helps him out wide. And then, of course, you've got Jeremy Kelly, who has been really an important part of the attack for Memphis 901 this season. Uh, We touched on it a lot before Rising went away to Memphis to play them that, wow, this guy looks like a different player to what we saw here in Phoenix last year. So I think he's going to be an interesting one for for Rising fans looking at both sides in that game. 
But yeah, I'm taking Memphis. I feel as though they've put in too good a season overall to crash out at the first hurdle. We'll have to, especially against the Detroit side that have been, quite frankly, the East has been incredibly average outside mm-hmm. of the top teams. Yeah, they do have a lot of injuries in the back line too, so that's not it's not going to help them at all. <laughs> and they don't have much depth. They really don't have the depth there. And mm-hmm. that's something that actually with Detroit will harm them if they end up in extra time, going the distance. It's tough, and especially at the end of a long season, it's tough. But let's move on to the next game because we've already picked Memphis there. The number three seed, Tampa Bay Rowdies, hosting the number six seed, Miami, the Miami FC. Oh, my God. <laughs> the Miami FC. The. I think, uh, I think Miami beat them early on in the season, but I think... Tampa Bay is kind of rounded out into form. So I don't think they should have too much trouble with this. Tampa Bay is one of the best teams in the East. And like you're saying, it's an average East, but I, I think they should be able to take it, take care of it at home. I wouldn't be surprised if it was like a one zero though. Uh, just the way that, you know, Tampa Bay play um, and Miami's been playing lately. So that, that's what I would go with. So if you look at Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay's run of form, they have won their last four. And so if you kind of look at first glance, you're thinking, Okay, easy, especially with, oh gosh, if I'm doing my math correctly, they've scored 13 in their last four. It's quite a lot. Um, They played Loudoun United. They've played New York Red Bulls too. They had a close one against Monterey Bay and okay, they did pretty well against El Paso. All this to say, I think it will be a close match. I think that there's a a lot of distractions within that locker room for lots of different reasons and maybe, you know, call it with played spoiler. I'm going to go with Miami on this one. Wow. I didn't even think about that, Max. Good point. I I considered, considered going with Miami, but I am going to take Tampa Bay here, but I will say this. If you want a warning, this is the warning. We saw New York Red Bulls too. We saw what they were capable of. Tampa Bay Rowdies at home managed to put one goal past them. If you play like that, if you play that wastefully, they had 21 shots, 11 on target. They scored one at home to the baby bulls. You play that wastefully in the playoff game against Miami FC. You're done. You're done. You are not going past Miami. If that's the kind of performance you put up in front of goal on Saturday. So I think Tampa Bay will edge it just because, as we've said, look, you look at some of the guys they got, Leo Fernandez, Sabo Gonzati, they are very good players. There's a reason this side made it to the final last year, even if they were ultimately uh, humiliated at home by Orange County, who uh, I'm still not quite sure how, why that happened. Um, From what I gather, it was effectively that they just knew that they were going to play off Ronaldo Damas in the way that they did. And then after the first goal, they didn't adjust whatsoever. So Ronaldo Damas got a second. But um, I, I'm still taking Tampa in this first round. Still taking Tampa in this first round. I think they will just about see off Miami. Closer game than you'd hope. But again, they, there's still danger bells there. If, they, if they're not paying attention enough, Stuff could go very, very badly wrong. But that brings us to our final Eastern Conference quarterfinal, which is Birmingham Legion against the Pittsburgh Riverhounds. It's going to sound really bad, but I want Pittsburgh to succeed just because I really love their stadium. <laughs> so that I'm taking them over Birmingham. And we've seen Birmingham. They, they played against Rising earlier in the season. They're, they're a capable team, but uh, my, my little upset will be Pittsburgh. 
Have we reached the I bet by color stage of this? <laughs> I, I'm, I love I, I, this stadium, so I'm picking. I love this stadium, man. What can I say? It's next to the river. Any more, any more evidence that you needed that the East is a simulation is the I, fact that Ramon is here just like, yeah, I just pick them on stadium. I don't know. The matter. East ain't real. I actually prefer to pick off of Team Crest, so I'm going with Birmingham Legion. Um, no, but like, it's actually, if you like, Okay, I if you look at these teams just like from the from the geographical area and area and you compare them to American football, this would be a slobber knocker of a soccer match. Like my word, I love it. But yeah, give me give me Legion in this one. You know what? Wasn't this game supposed to happen last year? This was a postseason yeah. game last year that was called off because Pittsburgh had COVID right before the game. Mm. They had to call that playoff game off. And it's a rematch, effectively, of the match that never happened. I'm I'm just really intrigued by this one. To me, this one is too close to call in a lot of ways. Of course, I'm going to have to actually call something. Um, oh tell you what let's go over the weird one here for the decision in the last few weeks both of these sides played oakland one of them managed to beat them beat them one of them lost to them i'm going with pittsburgh they beat oakland so pittsburgh riverhounds it is but that one's close that one's really close this one out of all of them is the the, yeah. the tightest one uh harry here uh says halloween party covid rematch Halloween yeah. party, COVID rematch. Good stuff. Right. That moves us to the conference semifinals. So we just mentioned Pittsburgh. They would be in this scenario, the lowest ranked team to go through, which means they face the toughest game in the next round. They have to travel away to number one seeded Loose City. Loose City. <laughs> I think they're the ones making it out of the East. So, yeah. You're just one of these guys who goes, oh, I want the number one seed. I don't need to think about it's it. Not I'm just, just I'm not even going to pick up sets. I'm just picking the number one seeds. Okay. You know okay. how often this I happens? Can... That's true. It no, doesn't. Rarely, rarely, yeah. I know. I understand. I, I know what I'm getting into. Oh, my gosh. Um, apology. I, 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 I'm going to be honest. I didn't catch who, um, who's, who's playing uh, Lucidney on this one. Pittsburgh. It is Pittsburgh. Okay, that's what I thought. Um <sighs> Man, no, I like I. I mean, kind of going back to my logic when I didn't pick San Antonio, I I don't like teams resting. Uh, and again, like Louisville is dealing with a lot of like off field drama. That giving time to think about it, be with your thoughts in that one. That's uh, I don't like. I just don't like that recipe. And I mean, even if you call, even if you call it what it is, if you st- strict stick strictly just to what's happening on on pitch, you never know what happens. I don't like them resting though that week. So give me Pittsburgh. Wow. You know what? You know what, Ramon? I'm sorry. We're going to outvote you here. Go for it. And the reason being, if, I think... If it that far. I, I wouldn't be shocked. It's a wow. Bob Lilly team. Bob Lilly's... The old head has been around this level for God knows how long. Um, look, at the end of the day, we, we've been speaking about the whole... How's the week off going to impact people? I, I tend to agree with Max. I think it'll impact Louisville more than it will impact uh, San Antonio because of all the off-field stuff. And I also think that it's something that's going to... When you're going to a playoff game at home, you want that big, huge crowd behind you. But there's so much flying around at the moment in Louisville that so much just discontent at the way that their club is set up, the people that are involved in their club after the result of the Yates report came through 
that I personally don't think they're going to get the atmosphere they want to push through in a home playoff game. Uh, And that's why, to me, it's a real risk there for an upset, I think. I don't think Loose City are going to have it easy. The other thing, and this is, I I keep talking about all these bad reasons for things. I'm going to say this one. Surely the streak has to come to an end at some point. Loose City can't make every Eastern Conference Mm -hmm. final. It has to end at some point, right? I, I just feel as though with everything that's going on there and the week off to think about it, I think that they're a prime candidate to get knocked off. Yeah, it's it's a bit of a, a trap. I I think yeah, having that week off and you know all the all the off the field issues. Yeah, I could see it, but I don't know if Pittsburgh's that team to to take down Louisville. But I mean, surprising. We'll see. Who knows? The East is a simulation. It, it's not real, so it, anything could happen. It is. I see Harry's comment about here's the counter to Max. How many upsets do we see in round one under the previous playoff system? That's totally fair. I will give you two points. Number one keyword is previous. Um, definitely kind of different in the scenario here and how things play out, but also the second, and this doesn't really land on logic in any way other than our producer, Sean, to pause. I will quote him by saying they're due. And that's all the logic I need, which is none of it. That'll do. That'll do. Right. <laughs> we'll move on then to the ever Eastern conference semifinal Memphis 901 against Tampa Bay Rowdies. Mm. This would be a good game. I'd be really, really intrigued to see this. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm not going to lie. I'd actually love, and I know this isn't how our predictions have gone, I would love a Memphis-Louisville final for the Eastern Conference just because mm. those games have been crazy every time they've happened. Yeah. Multiple red cards in every game. And the away team wins each time. (laughs) Yeah, but just imagine that. Multiple red cards, the away team. It's a really bizarre one. But okay, back to the question at hand before we get too sidetracked. Memphis against Tampa Bay. Who are we taking? Uh, I'm going to go with Memphis. I think they've proved that they're a good team. And I'm not giving too much credit to to Tampa Bay, especially with all the stuff surrounding the team. I I, I think at this point I would take that, uh, especially with that Memphis team being as good as it is. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't pick Tampa Bay to win in the first one, and I'm not going to pick them this one. I'll also go with Memphis on this one. I think we got a clean sweep coming here because yep. I'm also going to take Memphis. I still feel as though Tampa Bay, they've still got a bit of a... It's a weird one. You never know how a team's going to react to what happened there recently, and I'm not saying that in any one way or another you just never know how they're going to react um they don't appear to have been fired up at all based on how they played against red bulls too so um i I don't know i I feel as though that's awkwardly hanging over players are frustrated it's going to be a weird one i'm taking i'm taking memphis 901 right there Mm. so that leaves us to the final the usl championship playoff final on november the 13th at 9 p.m eastern San Antonio FC against Memphis 901. Man, that, that's going to be a really nice game. Now I'm like rethinking my San Antonio pick because <laughs> if Memphis gets that far and they're playing well, I could definitely see them t- like taking down San Antonio. But I know I know Harry's going to kill me in the chat. But <laughs> but yeah, I, I, man, I, w- I would take Memphis at that point. I'm just going to say it. I'll switch my pick if Memphis is the one that gets to the final. He's taking Memphis. Oh, 
I just want to make it remember difficult. The game, remember, the game will be played in San Antonio if it happens. Yep. I'm going to make a difficult decision for Owen. I will pick San Antonio. You want me to get okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> well, Harry here says that they don't have enough depth. I think they just have a lot of offensive power, firepower, though. You know, Philip Goodrum. Yeah. But but here's here's the interesting thing about about like the playoffs, which is so fascinating. Is like offense can be the differentiator, but like you don't need it. Like it it I don't it doesn't these matches we've seen it does not come down to it. Like we don't see as many high scoring affairs as we are thinking in the regular season. People play way more hesitant, way more cagey, way more defensive. Yeah, that's and, like, why. That's why a one goal, when you've got those talented forwards yeah. that can just pick up the one goal early, mm-hmm. and suddenly every, the other team's game plans out the window entirely. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Michael, LAFC Galaxy, we do not care. MLS can yeah. go hey. somewhere else. <laughs> this is a USL championship area. But you know what I'm going to say? We're going to pick the cop-out one here. The two of you are unsure because you're going each way. I'm going to say, I'm not going to pick a winner, but it's going to go to 12 yards out. Ooh, penalty. That'd be fun. I want to see that. Wait, penalty no. For the USL Championship. No, screw that. That's what pick we're saying. That's, pick what a winner. We're... That's the entire point of what we're doing. I mean, no. Cool, big pens, no. Pick a winner. We said it's going to penalties, and I'm leaving it at that. Boo this man in the chat. Boo him. I got the coin. Give me a second. Uh oh. Oh God! Don't want to know. So we're going to penalties. Oh. I need. To, I need to decide who who gets heads. Who gets heads? <laughs> Who's giving it heads? Give me, uh, give me Memphis with the with the head. You're taking heads on Memphis around. Mm-hmm. So that means tails, Max for Antonio. Uh... Known as ref flip with the coin. There here we go. go. What do we have here? Just switched it. I saw it. I did not switch it. It's tails. It's tails. Oh, there you go. San Antonio taking it. Yeah, San Antonio to take it on penalties. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there you go. That's the definitive PHNX Rising predictions. Um, maybe yeah, I'll post these go, on Twitter Reece. later Thank so we can get some hate, you know. But, <laughs> but yeah, so that's PHNX Rising pick, San Antonio to pick uh, to win the uh, USL Championship final. So Over Memphis 901. Should be fun. Should be fun. I hope there's some upsides. Just you know, and I'll not now that we're talking about LAFC and stuff. I, I watched some of the MLS games yesterday. The, oh, no, no, we're not talking about this from home. No, 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 no. It's no. a good thing for USL. I'm just saying that they they were really dragged out. They were kind of boring in my opinion. So hopefully there's some fireworks in the USL playoffs. MLS is done. USL Championship <laughs> is where it's at. <laughs> oh man! All right, y'all. Let's talk about our friends at OG's Brands. I know I need some rest after that long season. Uh, you know, and I know Max is a big fan of the, the THC gummies that just came out, the sleep edition uh, gummies that uh, OG's Brands just came out with. And uh, you don't want to sleep on these for sure because they're uh, they're not only the aqua berry flavors, which is, which is really nice, but they also have a two-to-one THC to CBN ratio, which you're right to sleep, get you that eight hours that you need, get up the next day. And you're good as new. So definitely uh, check those out. Um, you know, I'm going to be in the office pretty soon, you know, so I'm hoping to score <laughs> some of these uh, sleep edition. I think gummies. a few of us could be in the office pretty soon. It's true. That is true. So if you guys want to get your very own sleep Quick edition from OGs, uh, make sure to go to ogsbrands.com. You can purchase them there and also follow them on Instagram as well. They do some great content at OGs Brands. And you can also find their products at your local dispensary. So make sure to check out our friends at OGs Brands. And remember, you must be 21 years or older to 
purchase. Also, by the way, Why? I know we've 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 often been talking about their their sleep edition because I know it's it's kind of new. It's still a thing, which is awesome, and like definitely should check it out. But keep in mind, our flavoring life sweepstakes is like always a thing. It's always in our show notes um, where you can like actually, boom, producer Sean is absolutely on it. Um, but it's still in our it's in the link in our show notes, the link in the description. You can always enter, and if you. Look at my hat. This is actually one of like the hats that you can win. They're coming out with a lot of new merch. Plus, inside this uh, month's winnings of the Flavoring Life sweepstakes is the Sleep Edition gummy. So if you want to give it a shot, enter to win in the show notes or the description. Da, 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 da. Man, we haven't seen that promo in a minute. Get to see Derek one more time. Yeah, with- <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> of course. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, Owen. We got some pretty big news for uh, our Thursday show. Do you want to... Want to we do. We hey, do wait, have some pretty big news. Drum, drum roll, drum roll, and we got a graphic to come up as well. Get the drum roll. Let's spit the graphic up there, Sean. We've got an interview coming on Thursday. Phoenix Rising head coach Juan Guerra will be joining us in the studio. Live. A lot to talk about. Live in studio. So make sure to tune in for that one. And you know what? If you've got some questions, feel free to tweet them at us. PHNX underscore underscore rising. Double the underscores, double the fun. Or you can send, shoot them to us on Discord if you're on there. Let us know what you're thinking. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys on Thursday for that one. Six we are. We're ste- we're, dude, we're stepping up. We're getting promoted. We're going to the bigger studio for Thursdays. What? So it's going to yeah, be. Yeah, well, it's awesome. like in the big studio. Yeah, the big boy studio. Oh, yeah. I've heard those chairs are really comfortable. Never got to sit on them. But Oh, my gosh. Like- Thanks to our friends at More Furniture. Nice tie in. But yeah, it's freaking sweet, man. Yeah. Please, like, tune in. Tell your friends, tell your friends, friends, tell your grandma, your kids, your mom, wife, husband, everyone. Come on. Come one, come all. There you go. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I'll tell I'll tell you guys that are watching a little quick one story. I got to speak to him for the first time on Saturday. He caught me off guard right as he's going to the postgame press conference. <laughs> and he starts throwing all the Spanish at me. And uh, yeah, I speak Spanish. But, you know, when you speak two languages, you kind of kind of switch off your your brain once in a while because you're used to just speaking one language right but he just came up with the spanish and was like nice to meet you como estas and i was like "Ah, like i was stuttering more than i usually do and and yeah great guy awesome awesome uh you know that he knows me you know because he actually watches the show as well but yeah great i'm looking i'm really looking forward to seeing him on thursday and uh, ask him some uh some good questions do do you think and maybe this i'm not trying to ask too much I totally respect his decision. He's a he's a very athletic, in shape uh, individual, even for a manager. But do you think he would partake in joining us in a Four Peaks beer, perhaps? Hmm. We'll have I to see. So. Feel season. free to pass your judgment in the chat. We'll see what happens. <laughs> we have plenty of choices when he gets here in the office fridge. So. Very exciting. Oh, yeah, don't, go, don't go saying too much now and get Phoenix Rising to call this interview off, you know? It's a beer. It's a beer. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't know. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, Owen's going to hit him with the OGs. Max going to hit him with the with the four peaks. You know, we got all different angles. I'm going to say, hey, Paul, got the game time app. You know, you want some tickets? <laughs> Use this code. We're gonna hit them with everything all at once. So, uh, but yeah, make sure to put your your questions on the. We're gonna post. Yeah, we'll, we'll, get, we'll give him some cheap tickets for next season for Rising. I'll be, but I'm already there. there, you go. there you go. <laughs> He's got a better seat than any of us. That's true. 
that's the seat in the house. Uh, but yeah, uh, make sure to if you guys have questions for Juan Guerra, we're gonna tweet out the the uh, the post right now in a few minutes on on our Twitter account. Oh, it's and, already uh, out. It's already, it's already out. out. So yeah, catch up. Keep there. keep up, old man. <laughs> we'll accept we'll accept all questions. So yeah, we, are we gonna ask them? Probably. We'll see. But. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It depends how bad they are. Good disclaimer. Good disclaimer. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, y'all. So yeah, re- really looking forward to that. We're going to the show, man. The the A studio. That's gonna be a fun one. Oh yeah. Um, anyway, we got some other news about the uh, one of uh, the teams here in Arizona, FC Tucson. Uh, they're they're gonna be dropping down from USL League One to USL League Two. Um, and uh, a lot of controversy with this one on Twitter. I was checking the uh, uh, the quote tweets because the quote tweets quote, <laughs> quote tweets is where you really get all the information um is it, a lot of people are not happy with that so uh what are you guys feeling about this i think this is a good kind of step back i think they kind of see where they're at right now as far as the league and they're gonna they want to come back stronger so it's not a step back to you know disappear forever like with some other teams but uh, I, I think it's a good you know decision on their part well here's the thing you checked out the quote tweets i checked out the replies who's ready to listen to the replies. I've got one for you here. You want to hear? This exactly what Phoenix Raising wanted to do with FC Tucson. One word, FC Tucson, by the way. Uh, When they bought the team, they didn't want Tucson to succeed. This blows. So, uh, yeah, we go back to the... So, just to paraphrase it, this is how I would uh, put it here. Is it us? Are we the ones that can't sustain a professional team? No, it's Phoenix Rising's fault. Mm-hmm. Yep. checks out <laughs> but yeah I, I i understand where this is going i understand that look it is better to have a team in league two than to not have a team yep okay however this is a big step down this isn't like the teams that relegated themselves from the championship down to league one this is a big change because you are leaving the professional ranks behind you are accepting that you are ultimately an amateur team and you play a much shorter season. Now, you do play them against much closer rivals, especially which League One has found a problem. And I think that's something we should probably touch on in a minute. But it's a big drop. It's a really, really big drop to go down from League One to League Two. And while, yes, they have retained the right to go back up to League One if and when they are able to do so, we'll have to see, won't we? Yeah, I... Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of mixed, rather, right? Like, to your point, it's better to have a team than not. I mean, I'm born and raised in Tucson, and I just know that there's right, a lot clear of... clear him off the show. Yeah, well, I mean, this is you've already known this, so <laughs> joke's on you. <laughs> I know that. What's this oh, yeah. sure. Okay, well, covers covers blown. Um, Anyway, no, but, uh, like, even if they're, you know, not all teams are necessarily recruiting solely from their area, but I do know that Tucson is, like, a, a, a it's a big market for League One. Like, that to me is, like, that's kind of one of those where it's bigger than, I would say, some of the other comparative teams in League One. But also, if you look at just the geography and, like, the soccer culture in Tucson, I think a lot of people, like, your neutrals or people that maybe aren't as familiar are going to say, like, what soccer culture and like okay i get that it's fair but like there's a lot more than people think and i think especially when you pull from tucson when you pull from the other surrounding areas when you pull even from opportunities like you know within mexico and stuff like that like there's a lot of opportunity and it is a like low-key hotbed 
for athletes coming up, especially, and especially when they choose soccer. So like, it's just kind of a bummer that they're now going down a level, but, um, I mean, I am happy that they're still within soccer, just an amateur level. Maybe it fits them and who they might want to go after better, but I, it's just always unfortunate, especially like, I don't know. I also saw like on you checking Twitter, I saw LinkedIn, I saw some people, you know, they are affected, which sucks. Like, you know, they definitely had some layoffs in the front office due to this. Um, it's something that you, of course, can't control. And it's definitely something that's a byproduct of when these things happen. But it's just it's just tough. It's um, something you never want to see go through. So I, I, my heart go, does go out to the people who like, you know, that happens to them. But uh, such is yeah. such as soccer, I guess. Yeah. And you know what? Uh, I will. I think... Go ahead. I was going to say, I will hop back in with the the League One comment I was going to make. I feel as though League One in its single table format isn't long-term sustainable. I think that, or or it is only if the league ends up becoming far more regionalized to teams that are much further east in the country. It's not something that's realistic for a team like Tucson to be traveling east as much as they are at the level that they're playing at. Yeah. There's like around 12 teams, USL League One. Yeah understand yeah. yeah it just it doesn't really make sense at that point too but and i think honestly as a whole maybe usl overall is going through a bit of transition we know that there's some teams that are going to be transitioning to mls next pro there's a lot of bids being put out there in different cities uh you know so i think it's just kind of a bit of a reshuffling and i'd rather have a team like fc tucson say you know what right now we can't handle you know the the budget we can't handle what's going on with the players so we're gonna stick a, take a step back we're gonna see where we're at um and then you know they they have that opportunity to jump back up once they're all settled you know and i'd rather see that than actually you know have a team go into bankruptcy or owe money and stuff like that so i i, I see that point of view as well but you know losing a losing a team like tucson fc tucson would be pretty bad you know we're already kind of struggling in arizona with teams <laughs> so I, I think losing someone like that a team like that would be pretty detrimental overall to the soccer culture overall in arizona i'd also say if usl is looking at and here's the thing for further expansion but also the talk of promotion and relegation to me if you're going to do it the ideal way of doing it is the single table championship which is smaller but made up of teams which quite frankly on a financial basis can make the commitment to be traveling further distances more frequently with league one being a lot more regionalized to me that's the way to go around it to have maybe the league one split into the east and west with just that single table championship presuming you aren't going to absolutely you know hammer out a load more expansion clubs in league one to get it up to the point where it can be split far more easily into two different groups yeah, yeah, for sure. I think that would just make sense. And I think we we still have to realize that the the US is an, a huge country, you know? So it's it's a it's a lot it's a financial burden for some teams to constantly travel back and forth, you know. I I know how it is when I have to go to like uh to the East Coast. So I just imagine how much money the, these teams have to spend on on transportation and stuff like that. So but we'll see. We'll keep you updated with what's going on with FC Tucson. Uh and hopefully they're able to jump back to the USL League 1. All right, y'all, kind of wraps up the show. But before we wrap it up tonight, I do want to talk to you guys about the Game Time app. If you guys haven't downloaded it yet, make sure to do so, especially with the new sun season coming up, as well as uh, ASU hockey. You got the Coyotes, you know, the, you got the Cardinals playing on Thursday. So if you, have, you want those last minute tickets, make sure to download the Game Time app and use the code that's in our show notes and that you can get up to 60% off with those tickets. So make sure to use that. It helps us whenever you use that, that code and uh, helps us, you know, get into the big studio. That's what we get. If you guys purchase tickets, we get to the big studio more often 
and uh, we can have more interviews. Just kidding, but it really helps us out. Um, all right, y'all. Uh, great show tonight. Uh, went pretty quick, you know. I know. <laughs> oh, wow. Today. You never know with these, do you? Because it's like, you know, the season's over. We're like, oh, God, what are we going to talk about? And yet we've just burned through an hour relatively easily. But look, we're going to be keep, keeping on coming back. You can't get rid of us, guys. As much as you'd like to, you can't get rid of us. So uh, we're keeping coming all off season. Guys, I mean, the most up is like, what, almost like a, you know, a month and a half, something like that away. So it's coming sooner than, than you think. So we're going to have more content with that as well. Yeah, but no, we, I mean, like we're not going, we're not going away. One on Thursday, next Wednesday, we got four peaks. Last Wednesday is going to be there at 5 p.m. Join us there. Interact yep. with us. Uh, Ramon said he's getting first round of beers for everyone. So uh, no, I believe you said you were getting the first I, round oh, of beers. Man. Yeah, yeah, no, my uh, oh wait, oh no, dude, my mic cut out. Yeah, no, it's me getting those. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, darn, darn, producer Things Sean. Well. Mics. Yeah. What's that? Check. You know, so <laughs> yeah. The, <laughs> the other room, the other rumor here is that you could just, you know, bet it against each other based on who wins tomorrow. But if it's a draw, it remains with Max. That is true. We could. So do if that. Spurs win, Spurs win tomorrow, Ramon has to buy them. If Man United are a draw, then Max still has to buy them. No, if it's a draw, then Owen has to. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> this. I did. I didn't set this up. No. 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 See, he's the instigator. He's like, yeah, go, go and deal with it. I'm just gonna hit. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just, okay. I'm just uh, after dropping the uh, bomb. After Tottenham wins and Harry Kane scores his two non-penalties, I'll have plenty of money through our friends at DraftKings. So don't you worry. I'll take care of those beers for everyone. Two non-penalties. Penalties with, uh, anyway, or two goals without a penalty. But we'll, <laughs> we'll Harry Kane penalty merchants. Let's get in the show. Let's get out of here. Yeah, let's get out of here, y'all. Uh, Bonnie, <laughs> yeah, Ramon. Scarf oh, giveaway. When are you doing it? You still get Oh, my gosh. This guy. How long have you been going on with it? No, 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 no! You're doing it last Wednesday next week. That's when you're doing it. Facts. Yeah, yeah. Come to last there Wednesday. Yes. Yeah. Excited. Nice to say it. There you go. Oh. Uh, before we wrap up, uh, Bonnie, feel better in the chat. Thank you for joining us late in the show. Hope mm-hmm. you uh, feel better. And uh, yes, we will get rid of the <laughs> the scarf or give it away. I mean, all right, y'all. That wraps up our show for today. See, uh, make sure to come back on Thursday again live in studio with Juan Guerra. Make sure to drop your questions on Twitter for us, and we will be seeing you then. Uh, take care.